Don't count calories. Don't count fat. Don't count carbs. Don't count micronutrients. Don't count anything except for protein. Welcome to the Health Playbook, where we talk about simple, actionable ways for you to take control of your health. I'm trying to make being healthy as easy as it's supposed to be. So I'm sharing the things I've learned over the last few years as a health consultant. Please share and enjoy. Welcome on back to the Health Playbook. My name is Jake. Today's episode, the fundamentals of nutrition. Last week, we unpacked all the five fundamentals of health for this year, right? My, my 2024 plan of how to be healthy this year. The five fundamentals. If you missed that episode, go back, check it out. It's the foundation of the next five episodes. So make sure you listen to that one first. We unpacked the five fundamentals of health. The first one was nutrition. And the answer to nutrition was just eat protein, kind of the, the simplistic version. Number two was hydration. And the answer was just drink spring water. Number three was exercise. The answer was just do a little bit of something every day. Number four was sleep. And it was the answer was just be on a routine. And then the fifth one was the combination meditation and gratitude and just spend five minutes every day with your eyes closed thinking about what you're grateful for. Um, so today we are unpacking the fundamentals of nutrition. Okay, we're getting into a bit more of a deep dive in nutrition um, and explaining kind of that simplistic logline of just eat more protein. Uh, welcome on into the Facebook group. I appreciate you being here. Brenda, what's up? Great to see you. Um, if you guys don't know, we stream these live on Facebook, um, hopefully on Thursdays. Today is Friday. I'm a day late, but that's what you get sometimes. Um, anyways, today, actually, I, I want to say real quick, the reason that I'm streaming late today is because we all of a sudden became uh, the number seven search result in the world on Google for CBD oil. And that's doing great for USA Medical. So if you haven't tried the USA Medical CBD oil, we are selling a ton of it. Um, it's a great time to try it. Anyways, back to the episode. Today's nutrition, I'm going to start with the two main categories. We have macronutrients and micronutrients. Okay. Last episode, I said, I said there was three categories, fats, proteins, and carbs. Those sit under macronutrients. So there's macronutrients and micronutrients. And micronutrients are all part of macronutrients, mostly fat and protein. Actually, I think all fat and protein are all micronutrients. So now that we understand the difference, macros are the three main categories, fat, protein, carbohydrates, and then micronutrients are like vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin K, magnesium, right? Every vitamin and mineral is a micronutrient. Um, so let's first talk about the role of protein, fat, and carbs in our bodies. Before we get into the weeds, it's important that you really understand, like, what is my body doing with these things that I'm eating. And, you know, it does, the more you understand about what your body's doing, the more it informs your diet choices. I'm a nutritionist. First and foremost, before any of this, before all of this, this, the, what on my wall right there, you can't see it on Facebook, is my uh, NASM certified nutrition coach. Um, that's when I got my nutritionist certification and I learned um, so much about the human body and how it processes nutrients. Um, so, Let's get into kind of this the, the main three differences here, proteins, fats, and carbs. First of all, proteins are what build tissue, they repair tissue. Proteins are basically our body, right? If you think about like what is the main thing you are, you are mostly protein. 
mostly protein, right? You can consider your bones are protein. Your the calcium, right, is a protein. Um, you can consider um, all your collagen, all of your fascial tissue, right, and all the 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 network of fascia and collagen in your body. That's all protein. Um, the actual muscles in your body are protein. The required amino acids to contract your muscles um, are protein, myosin and something, iacine, I don't know. But they're two proteins, two protein amino acids. Um, and then, so literally, the majority of your body is protein. Then you have some fat that is surrounding vital organs to keep your organs safe. The organs are protein. Your brain is mostly fat. Your brain is mostly fat. It's not mostly protein. So your, your organs are surrounded in fat. Your brain is mostly fat. And then you need fat as myelin sheaths around your uh, ner uh, nervous system. All your nerves have fat surrounding them. So basically think of protein as being you. You are protein for the most part, aside from your brain. Your brain is, is fat, but then fat shields all the protein around your body. Okay. So what are carbs? Well, carbs are a very easy, quick source of energy. And your body prioritizes carbs most of all, okay? So no matter what your body, your body can actually use carbs, fats, and protein for energy. Um, there's, no, there, like, there's no way your body won't be able to create energy. Your body's amazing and will always find a way to create energy. But it prioritizes carbs first because carbs are the most efficient to convert from this, the natural state into energy. So let's just kind of get into carbs for a second here and really explain what's going on with carbs. So there's, there's kind of two types of carbs. There's the regular, like just carbohydrate that is going to be processed into glucose, um, into, into free energy in your body. Then there's also fiber. Dietary, far, dietary fiber is a carb, um, which aids in digestion and prevents constipation. Now, what's interesting about carbs as a whole, as a whole unit, our body does not need them, right? Without carbs, your body can easily use fat for energy, and without enough carbs or fat, your body can use protein for energy, which is the least efficient, and we don't always want that. Um, we don't actually really ever want that, but it, your body can use protein, but it absolutely can use fat. So carbs are not needed. And then as far as fiber goes, the dietary fiber is helpful in digesting carbs, right? So like if you're not eating carbs, you don't necessarily even need fiber to help digest it, right? Because the protein is very easy for our body to digest. The protein has uh, almost all protein has a bi and this is from animal protein, not like um, peanuts or, you know, plant-based protein, but all animal protein has a bioavailability score, a PDCAAS score of over 80. And most of them sit closer to 90 um, to 100%, um, which just means if you eat protein, your body can easily absorb it and use it, animal protein. Um, so carbs are not necessary to start with, but they are the most efficient use and source of energy. So what does that mean? Well, when we eat carbs, our body creates a protein called insulin. And insulin decides 
whether our body is using carbs for energy or fat for energy, okay? The more insulin in our body, the more our body is using carbohydrates for energy. The less insulin in our body, the more our body is using fat for energy, okay? And fat is twice as a fit or twice as, uh, um, uh, so it's, it's less efficient to create, but it's twice as efficient to burn, okay? So for every um, about three and a half kcals of energy you get from a gram of carbs, you get about seven to seven and a half kcals of energy from one gram of fat. All that means is you're getting about double the energy from one gram of fat that you would from one gram of carbohydrates. So our body's super happy to use fat. Not only is it happy to, our brain loves it, our brain's cool with fat, but carbs are easy. So what's weird about carbs is how our body will store excess carbs, okay? So first thing, we eat carbs, okay? Now that we've eaten them, our body wants to use them right away. Maybe you're going for a jog or you're working out or whatever. Our body's going to use the carbs right away, okay? If, however, you don't use the carbs, our body has to store them as glycogen. And our body only has about 400, let me make sure I get this number right. I have it in my notes somewhere. The liver can only store about 100 grams of glycogen and our muscles can store about 400 grams, okay? So the moment our body exceeds 500 grams of glycogen, we can't store the carbs as glycogen, as free, ready, which is the best, right? Like storing it as glycogen means it's ready. It means you can just go for a run right now. You have ATP storages, which are fast energy. You have glycogen, which is also pretty fast energy. Then you have fats, which are slower energy to get going, right? So storing as glycogen rocks. The problem is most people eat carbs that surpass this 500 gram storage limit. And the moment that ha that happens, our body has to do a whole different process called de novo lipogenesis, okay? So you've heard of glucogenesis probably. I assume you've heard that word. That is the conversion of proteins into uh, glucose, into, into usable free sugar energy, okay? De novo lipogenesis is the conversion of carbs into fats. And once glycogen storages are full, the excess glucose in your body goes through this process, DNL, de novo, lip, de novo lipogenesis, where it's converted into fatty acids in your liver. And these fatty acids are assembled into triglycerides, which is the main form of fat storage in your body, and then stored in your liver um, first or transported to other parts of your body. So this is where fatty liver disease comes from, and this is where high triglycerides come from. High triglycerides don't come from eating healthy fats. High triglycerides come from eating way too many carbs and your body being forced to convert the carbs into triglycerides, okay? Which is bad. It's a bad thing. We don't, like, it's cool that our body can do that. Our body doesn't want to waste any energy, right? Because that's, like, our body's not built to waste. It's going to store it, which is awesome. It's a great process. But this conversion of carbs to fats is not what we want to be happening in our body. So that said, that means there is 
room for carbs every day in our body, right? I'm I am not saying that the carnivore diet or the a no carb diet is required. I'm just saying it's absolutely possible and we should be aiming for really the least amount of carbs possible so that our body can use all the carbs and keep those glycogen storages right where we want it. We don't want to exceed those glycogen storages. Every time your your liver is full and your muscles are full of glycogen and you eat a piece of cake or a candy bar or a donut, it gets immediately sent through this process of lipogenesis and it's going to be converted into fat immediately and jack up your triglyceride levels. So that's bad. Um, what about fat and, and protein? Um, and I think we can, we can I, I wanted to spend time on carb because this is, it's important that we understand how carbs are used in our body. Fats are pretty much the conveyor of nutrients. All those different micronutrients we talked about, fat stores a lot of those nutrients. Um, our fat stores a lot of those nutrients. And then all of those fat-soluble vitamins, right? Um, that comes from usual an usually animal fat or right like butter. You know, butter is rich in vitamin K. Um, animal fat is going to be rich in you know vitamin E and vitamin C and all the different vitamins that are or not C because that's a, a water soluble vitamin A, vitamin um, K again. Um, any fat soluble vitamin. I have a list right here. I'm sure I have a list in these notes. Um, oh, here we go. A. Okay, the main fat soluble vitamins are A, D, E, and K. Um, so we need to eat fats to get these vitamins. Um, and again, your brain is mostly fat. So eating fats, especially like healthy fats, like omega-3 fatty acids, those are going to contribute to brain health, um, more than anything. So fats are important. And again, your body is going to use fat for energy. If you don't have, um, a lot of glycogen in your body or your insulin is very low, which is a good thing. Um, that means that your body is going to prioritize fat for energy, which is a great little process. Your body loves to use fat for energy. And that's actually what ketosis is. When you remove all the carbs from your body, either through fasting, through a high protein, no carb diet, or through just working out to the point of depleting your glycogen storages, that is when your body will produce ketones and, um, and your body will enter into ketosis where it's directly using fat for energy. And the keto diet is a great diet for a very short amount of time, but you have to go all in on the keto diet. You can't like half-ass the keto diet. It has to be 100% no carbs for like two weeks or whatever you want to do, and then stop doing it, right? Because your body's going to use fat for energy for a, a, that amount of time, but you have to be serious about it and I don't love the, I, I have never done the keto diet. I probably wouldn't do it, but there is, there's plenty of evidence as to why it works and how it works. Um, that's kind of just a, a quick little side note. And then proteins again are the building blocks of everything. Um, proteins are involved in enzyme reactions and biochemical reactions, and they're chiefly involved. They're specifically involved in the creation of neurotransmitters. So your brain is fat. But the, neuro, the, the neurons and the transmitters involved in your brain, like serotonin, like dopamine, like GABA, like oxytocin, all those different neurotransmitters, those are protein. So protein is chiefly responsible for mental health and how we feel, how our brain feels, right? Our brain is fat, but how do we feel? How does, how does our body produce 
chemical reactions to our feelings, that's all protein. Okay. So I think we have a pretty good breakdown of what this stuff is, protein, fats, and carbs. And if you have more questions, I'd love to go over them with you any point you want in the family uh, Facebook group. Um, But let's get into kind of like where this led me. Okay. Because, you know, it's, I think like nutrition, all this is complicated. All this is like, well, what do you, what's all this? What's all this? What did we just learn? Yeah, I, I get it. That's why I said the other week, the way we simplify this is to just focus on protein. That's it. And, and it's what I do now in life because what happens is I always crave carbs. Always. I always want bread or chips or, you know, whatever. Chips and guacamole, right? I want rice. I want pasta. I want burgers with buns, right? I just crave carbs. We all do because they're so easy for our body to use that our body has begun to crave them. Our body likes how easy it is, right? But we're not supposed to make it easy on our body. I mentioned the the last episode, um, a quote from Seneca, the founder of Stoicism said that um, the mind needs to be hard on the body so so that the body serves the mind. That's kind of, that's almost the quote, I think. But the point is like, we need, need to decide how, like we are in control of our body and we can't let our cravings, our bodily cravings decide how we behave. That's the wrong way of doing things. So what's important is it doesn't matter how much you like things, how much you crave things. What's important is what is real, what is, what is correct. And we don't actually need that many carbs. We need enough carbs that our body's going to use the protein of properly and it's going to you know, use our fat correctly. But that's a very small amount of carbs. Like, so what I do, and I, I mentioned this on the last episode, but what I do is I strive for 100 grams of protein every day, which is a great goal. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter how much you weigh, 100 grams of protein is a really good goal if you don't track protein already, right? Like if you're like a professional bodybuilder and you like track protein and all that, like that's a whole different world. But for most of us who are just regular people, 100 grams of protein is such a good goal. So what do I do? Well, in the morning, I make sure I get no carbs because carbs in the morning are going to spike your insulin. Carbs in the morning coming out of a fast, right? You fasted all night long. You did not eat while you slept. Coming out of a fast, that's the worst time to eat carbs. It's the worst. It's, it, it immediately metabolizes. It shoots your blood sugar through the roof. It shoots insulin through the roof. It, and you feel tired and sluggish and horrible all day, right? So coming out of a fast is the worst time to eat carbs. If you remember the Bible parable of Jesus in the desert being tempted by the after 40 days of fasting, the devil brings him bread where he says, here, ah, eat some bread. Hey, eat some bread. It'll be great. And Jesus is like, man does not live on bread alone, right? That's, that's what happened, right? Because the bread, that's a parable showing that bread, the carbs are bad, right? He came out of a 40-day fast and if he ate the carbs, it could have killed him. 
right? Because it would have shot his metabolism, all this glycogen, all of a sudden, so much energy, so many carbs. It's the wrong thing. He needed protein and fat, right? In that story. So all that said, carbs are not like what we should be eating in the morning coming out of a fast. We should be eating protein and fat in the morning. So I eat eggs and kefir is usually my breakfast. Kefir is yogurt. People call it kefir. I don't care. I'm going to call it kefir till the day I die. Okay. It's kefir. Anyways, <laughs> kefir plus I, I usually do two to two or three eggs and then like a half to a, a full cup of kefir. That's about 26 grams of protein for me. We'll round down, say 25 grams. Okay. So you eat a few eggs and some yogurt, you're getting between 20 and 30 grams of protein. We, we, we can round way down, say 20 grams. Okay. So breakfast is about 20 grams of protein and some fat a little bit. I'm not, I don't count fat because you get fat with protein for the most part. So 20 grams of protein. Lunch is where I really go all in on my protein. Lunch is when I'm going to have a steak. I'm going to have a chicken breast. I'm going to have a filet of fish, not a filet of fish, a filet of fish. A filet of fish is the worst thing you could eat for lunch. Um, a, a filet of fish, maybe salmon, maybe tuna. I might just have some tuna packets. Those like $3 star kiss tuna pack. I'll have like two or three of those, whatever. This is when I'm prioritizing my protein intake, right? And I'm eating nothing but protein, which is going to have some fat. Again, steak's going to have fat. I'm, I put butter in my steak. I put butter on my chicken. Chicken has fat. Fish has fat. Fish has omega-3 fatty acids, right? Protein has fat. So as long as you're eating protein, you don't need to worry about fat at all. It's so easy, right? You don't need to worry about fat at all. Great. So if I eat a chicken breast or a 12-ounce steak or whatever, I'm usually getting somewhere on the low end 40 grams of protein and on the high end 80 grams, like a big steak, and or you know a big chicken breast or whatever 80 is pretty high so we'll we'll we'll, we'll kind of meet in the middle there and say 60 grams of protein all right so average lunch i get 60 grams of protein and you can too right i'm just eating protein i'm not eating any carbs at all at this point zero carbs and now i'm at an average of 80 grams of protein done packed away breakfast and lunch so i only have 20 grams left to fill with dinner. And dinner is when I am most inclined to eat carbs because guess what? It doesn't matter if my insulin spikes and I get tired because I'm heading to bed there very soon after, right? It doesn't matter if, or it's actually good that I get carbs now that I've had a full day of my metabolism using fat for energy, right? I've had no carbs. So my body has had, it's been required to use all of my glycogen storages and then use any fat left over for energy. So I've had a whole day of fat and, and carb burning. I probably worked out at some point in the day. I got my muscles going, right? I used my ATP. I used my free amino acids. I used all the stuff in my body all day. I gave my body protein for breakfast and lunch. So it had extra amino acids to replenish those pools, to replenish my body, to keep me going and, and awake to keep my neurotransmitters firing, keep my brain firing, keep me focused and alert all day, clear from brain fog. And then finally, dinner comes, I eat whatever I want. I eat whatever I want. It doesn't matter. As long as I get 20 grams of protein, which is any main entree at any restaurant, 
or whatever, right? As long as I get 20 grams of protein, I can eat whatever carbs I want, whatever fats I want. I might order a cheesecake for dessert. I might order tiramisu. I might go out for ice cream. I get dessert most nights, right? I, I'm, I'm usually, I mean, that's, that's a big thing in my life. I got that from Hermosi. Never skip dessert, right? So I don't because it's like as long as I don't eat any carbs at all, all day long until dinner, who cares what I eat, right? That's the last meal of the day. My body's ready to eat and go to bed. So to recap, if you just focus on protein and focus on getting as much protein as humanly possible for breakfast and for lunch, it not only makes your lunch and breakfast way easier, right? You're you're limiting how many choices of things you can eat, right? Not, I'm not going to eat a bagel or a donut. I don't want Dunkin' Donuts or Panera Bread or Perkins or Olive Garden. I don't know why. I'm just listing things off. But I don't. all of these things are not possibilities for lunch, right? I'm not going to Quiznos for lunch. I'm not going to Subway for lunch. I'm not going to Chipotle for lunch because I'm not. That's all carbs right? It simplifies my choices. I'm literally getting a chicken breast or a piece of steak or a piece of fish or some eggs or some tuna, right? Like that's my big five, by the way. I'm trying to think like what else I eat and not a whole lot. Eggs, steak, chicken, tuna, salmon. Those are my big five. Sometimes pork, but almost never, like almost never. So that's not even close to my big five. Like that's it. So every day I know for breakfast and for lunch, I'm eating pretty much going to be an egg, a steak, a chicken breast, a piece of salmon, or some tuna every day. Now I might add an avocado with one of those meals for breakfast or lunch, avocado and eggs, extra fat, avocado and chicken, extra fat. I might add, um, like I said, kefir is great. I might toss in, and this is, this is for lunch. I might throw in a banana, which is carbs and that I'm not. Um, that is carbs, but a banana is really good for prebiotic enzymes. So doing that after you drink kefir or even with your kefir is really good for your gut health. So that's why I'm okay with a banana. It's great for gut health. You can also get the same enzymes from onions, from shikari root or garlic. So if you really want to be hardcore and not eat any carbs, you can skip the banana and get like an onion, which is still a little bit of carbs. Either way, it's good enzymes for your gut. But if you just focus on the eggs and the steak and the chicken and the fish and whatever else protein, that's it. It's so easy. That's it. Now your nights are whatever you want them to be. You eat whatever you want. Like literally, I have no rules on dinner at all. I don't care. Of course, I try to avoid seed oils. I try to avoid processed and horrible foods. But in general, I, you know, I've had nights where it's dinner time. I'm hungry. I'll go to McDonald's, right? Because it's dinner. I don't care. That's, that's my reward. My reward for being diligent and smart all day, eating protein, being effective, working hard, it's that dinner can be whatever it wants to be, right? And that can be your reality too. Like if you like the idea of, listen, I get up, I eat some eggs or some protein, whatever. I do my work, my day. At lunch, I have more protein. I keep my day going. And then dinner, I get to do whatever I want with wherever I want, with whoever I want. I go to whatever restaurant I want. I order whatever I want. I'll drink a beer. I'll get dessert. I don't care, right? Because I earned that. And you can earn that too. And I feel great. And I feel like I look great, right? I feel good. My energy is good. My brain fog is awesome. I have, I've been able to focus so clearly these last few weeks just doing this. So this is exactly what I'm doing. I'm telling you, 
It's exactly what you can do as well, and it's what you should do, right? Hey, real quick, if you can take five seconds and leave me a five-star review on this podcast, it would mean the world to me. Just take five quick seconds, open your podcast or Spotify or whatever app, press the five-star button, and we'll get back to the podcast. Like, I understand that we like things, but just try this and you will fall in love with this. You'll fall in love with the feeling of feeling great, right? Of course, I miss eating pasta for lunch. Of course, I miss eating bread for breakfast. Like, bagels are awesome. When I was back home for Christmas, we have a Brooklyn-style bagel place called Joe's Bagels in Erie, Pennsylvania. Shout out Joe's Bagels. The staff there, they're not the friendliest, but man, they make good bagels. It's been the same staff since like the 1980s. I think it's just the owner and her, like her mom or whatever. But not super friendly, but they're awesome bagels. They're so good. I go there whenever I'm home. I love the bagels. But then I feel like crap all day, right? If I eat a bagel and cream cheese in the morning, oh my God, I feel horrible all day. And I did. When I was back home for Christmas, I just felt horrible most days because I wanted to. I wanted to eat bagels and eat donuts and be with family and drink and whatever. Who cares, right? I didn't care. But I did feel pretty horrible. So now that I'm back in LA and I'm working and I'm back on my own, my own grind, focusing on protein, I feel awesome. Okay. So that's it. Try to get a hundred grams of protein and that's it. If you can just go after, like, don't count calories, don't count fat, don't count carbs, don't count micronutrients, don't count anything except for protein. Just put in your notes app how much protein you've had each meal. Text yourself, every meal's protein. Guess, like look at, if you're eating a chicken breast, just Google how much protein in like about an eight ounce chicken breast. Just guess, it doesn't matter. You don't gotta be rigid. Just strive for 100 grams and you will feel so much better. This is fundamental number one. That's it, we're done. Half an hour, out the door. Fundamental what, number one, nutrition. Just eat protein. It's so simple. Next week, we're talking about fundamental number two, which is hydration and spring water. I've done a lot of different podcasts on water, but this will be the one where we get it all together. We condense it. It'll be awesome. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Facebook, for listening. Everyone, come join the USA Medical Family on Facebook. Be part of the discussion, the dialogue, ask questions, leave comments. Let's have a a real family. We do. We have over 2,000 members now, which is crazy. And if you are in the need, uh, in, in need of CBD oil, Google CBD oil. Just Google that CBD oil. Scroll down like seven results and boom, you'll see USA Medical. It's crazy. Guys, thank you so much for watching. My name is Jake. I love you. I appreciate you. This has been the Health Playbook. I'll see you right back here next week. Ciao.